0: Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. Last week, I shared an episode where I kind of shared some behind the scenes of the tasks that I do outside of social media content. And the reason that I shared that episode was because I wanted to show you that the people that you follow on social media who are achieving all these kinds of results, it can often look like all they're doing is posting, but there's a lot of behind the scenes happening. There's a lot of behind the scenes effort, right? So one of the things that uh, I talked about was, you know, I think I I had a sentence in there that was something like, I do believe that if you're not growing your email list, you're not growing your business. I got a lot of concern about that. (laughs) So I wanted to address that. With I think I have five mistakes here that I see people make when they are trying to grow their email list. So if you heard that and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, I have not been growing my email list in forever. I've been focusing on my followers and I thought the followers would turn into email list subscribers and now they're not. So now I feel stuck. This one is for you. So let's dive into the biggest mistakes that I see, especially if you're trying to grow your email list in 2023, which hint, hint. You should be doing that every single month of this year. That should truly be a goal for you. All right. The biggest mistakes I see coaches make when growing their email list. The first mistake is they hide their lead magnet in a link tree or something similar with like 5,000 other links. And this causes analysis paralysis. If you are going to tell me to download this lead magnet, and then I go into your link and I have so many links in there. First of all, my memory sucks. I hate to say it, but it's true. So sometimes I see, okay, download my free whatever it is, and I go into your link tree, and because there are so many links, I start looking for the thing I'm downloading, and either you've called the button something different, it's not using the exact same language, so I can't meet it perfectly, Or by three seconds later, I've forgotten the name of the damn thing. And there's so many freaking links in there that now I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm just done, right? So number one, if you are using a link tree or something similar, do not have more than three links in there. Does that mean you might have to swap links out every once in a while? Yes. Does that mean it might take some extra work? A tiny bit. Does that mean you should still do it? Yes. Yes. Analysis paralysis is a big problem on social media because we see so much freaking content. You have got to make it easier for us. Your job as a business owner owner on social media is to make it easy for us to say yes to you. Simplify that link tree and make it easy for me to find what I'm looking for by calling the button, the thing that you called it in the caption, and making sure that when I go up there to look for it, I don't have a shit ton of things to sift through you've done that work for me by simplifying it. Okay. The second mistake I see is they don't have a highlight dedicated to their lead magnet. Now, do I think highlights might not be that big of a thing in the next one to two years on Instagram? Yeah. I don't necessarily think that highlights are like the most important thing on social media. However, at the moment we have highlights and I still get messages off of my highlights. So people are still looking at them. Now, it could be because I have strategies for my highlights, which I do teach you inside of what the heck to post. Now, one of the strategies is I dedicate a highlight to a lead magnet, right? So I actually have a highlight. You can go onto my feed right now and you can look for it where it says start here. And if you click start here, you're going to watch me talk for about 20 seconds maybe about who I am and what I do and where you can get 12 strategies to find and convert your next client on social media. And my call to action is DM me the word clients and I'll shoot you the link right now. I don't put a link there. I, I don't put like a link sticker there. I ask them to do something simple so that I can connect with them. Right. But the reason, no, you don't have to do it that way. I like to do it that way because I have a whole engagement strategy, which I teach you inside of what the heck to post. But the point is, use one of your highlights and dedicate it to your lead magnet. This is really, really important. We should be having something that just lives on the feed that we don't have to remember to post every week that drives traffic to our lead magnet. And that's what that highlight does. So now, even if you don't have time to post, But you have been on podcasts all week, let's say, and you're getting some new people checking you out. Even if you haven't posted about your lead magnet in three weeks, you got something sitting right on the top that says, start here, a clear call to action that talks about your lead magnet and gives people an invitation to join. Will people join in droves? Probably not. That's not the point. The point is you have an evergreen way to drive traffic to your, your list. All right. Mistake number three. They don't create a network or community to help them promote their lead magnets. Now, what I mean by this is we're coming back to our relationships, not our relationships of potential clients, but our relationships with our collaborators. So this is about making friendships online, aligned business owner friendships. You hear me talk about this like a freaking broken record. I am aware but I think it's so important to be using social media to be social. And when people hear that, they think I'm talking about talking to potential clients, but I'm actually talking about people that you can invite to be on summits, people that you'd want to pitch to to be on summits, people that are speaking to the same target audience. I just had the most lovely message the other day from someone who people would see as a competitor. They would probably be like, but you guys are offering the same thing. And it's so interesting because she messaged me and she's like... I just randomly saw you online. I saw your reel. I couldn't believe it. You are teaching social media in a way that is so similar to how I teach social media. And I haven't met someone else that's doing that, like, has the same. Um, is doing it in such a similar way, right? And I also haven't. So she got really excited and she was like, look, this message is only to cheer you on. I'm just really excited to discover you and I'm glad that we're connected. And of course I replied. I was very grateful for her message. Also super excited that we have such an aligned way of thinking on social media because as you've probably figured out, I, I don't have very similar viewpoints to a lot of other social media strategists out there. I'm not talking about viral content. I'm not talking about posting every fucking day. Like I am very specific about what I want you to do and what I want you to also reserve your energy in life for, you know? And so I was so excited to meet this person. Now, technically from an outsider's viewpoint, we are competitors. It would be weird to support one another, right? And yet she has you know, shouted me out. She has cheered me on. She has introduced me to someone. I've introduced her to someone. I actually referred a client to her and she has shared my content to her Instagram story. And I've shared my content to her, to my Instagram story. Wait, she has shared my content to her Instagram story. You get what I'm trying to say. So all of that to say right there, a relationship was born. And all that happened was I'm just messaging you to cheer you on right? And that was the beginning of a relationship. So when I am talking about building relationships, like it can be as simple as that, as simple as, Hey, I see you like, I love what you're doing. I'm cheering you on. And right there, I see this person as a friend and I will without a doubt be thinking about like, if this person's promoting something and I think my target audience is going to like it, I will want to share it because we now have a friendship right? So that can be step one. Now, step two of that is these friendships evolve. I have a few people, many of them, in fact, probably most of them are, have been on this podcast. It started with a little message and then that grew into something else. And then we, they invited me to do something and I've invited them to do something. And now we are actively promoting each other. Right. Again, sometimes it's even an afterthought, but the point is a network or a community has been built of people that want to shout my message out because I also want to shout their message out. We are aligned. Right. So a big mistake I see is people, A, not building those networks and communities, but B, not making those invitations to help each other, like shout one another out right? This is what I call scaling your marketing. And there's lots of different ways that people can share your lead magnets. They can share your lead magnets with their email list. You can do the same. You can also just shout them out in your Instagram store. You can do Instagram story swaps, but the point is identify a network or a community and make that invitation. First, make the connection and then make the, the invitation. Scale your marketing. Okay. The fourth mistake I see is... They post free content all day long, but not free content that aligns with their lead magnets. So now they have nothing to offer when people want to dive deeper. So for example, I have, well, this is actually part of our class, which I teach inside of What The Heck to Post, the content mapping class. This is very aligned with that. If you are inside of What the Heck to Post, you know this and you know more detail, but let me just do the like the broad strokes. Inside of What the Heck to Post, we identify content pillars. And then we understand, or we make sure that our content pillars are then aligned with our lead magnets and that our lead magnets are aligned with what we sell, right? So for example, if I, my content pillars are growth, clients, engagement, confidence, and content, right? I have lead magnets, like the lead magnets I have all aligned with these things, not necessarily all five of them. I have one lead magnet that aligns with all five of these, but I also have another lead magnet that's just about clients. I have another lead magnet that's just about growth, et cetera. So I am choosing my lead magnets based off of my content pillars or vice versa, right? So that when I show up online and I am posting content within those content pillars, When people ask me a question, I always have a resource for them to dive deeper. So if I post, let's say I turned this training, this episode into a carousel, right? Where I share the five mistakes I see people make when they're promoting, when they're trying to grow their email list. Let's say I put put that on social media. So this is about growing your email list, right? And let's say people are like, oh my gosh, this is so helpful. I'm really struggling with this. If this was part of my lead, uh, my content pillars, growing your email list, I should have a lead magnet that aligns with this, right? So I can say, I'm so glad that you needed this. Here's something to dive deeper. And it would be my lead magnet, right? So the big mistake here is people are not thinking about that connection. They're thinking about their content and they're thinking about their lead magnets, but they're not making sure that they're aligning. So when the conversations are happening on the content, they don't have anything to offer them to take that next step. Ideally, this is something free to take that next step because not everyone's going to be ready to buy from you right away just because they see a post of yours. So that's a huge, huge, huge mistake. And one of the reasons why we do the content mapping class at the beginning of every year or we're... This is the second year you redid it that way, but I'm definitely going to keep doing it because it's so helpful because we want to audit our content and make sure it's all aligning and going in the right direction. Okay. All right. Last and final mistake is they don't prioritize sharing their lead magnets. The truth is as an online business owner, as an online coach, email list growth should be your number two priority behind getting your client's awesome results. So I have a question for you. When's the last time you shared your lead magnet? So many of us spend all this time creating this lead magnet, post about it a couple times, and then forget about it, right? We need to stop doing that. I actually need to stop doing this as well. I can fall into this trap as well. I don't know what it is about it. I forget about it. And I think part of it is because I direct people to it a lot, like in DMs and stuff, when they ask questions about my content, so it feels like I'm sharing it. But I do need to have Posts out there that's just like, this is where you can get more information on this, right? I need to put up an Instagram story and say, Do you want more help with this insert thing my lead magnet solves? And then if people say, Yes, I do, I can send them my lead magnet. I need to be, and you need to be more concerted, like make a more concerted effort around that, whether that means Instagram story content, whether that means shouting out your lead magnets in your podcast episodes when you're a guest on those, whether that means creating content specifically about your lead magnet twice a month, like create a schedule around this so that you are actually thinking about it, because this can be very easy to forget. All right, there you have it. Let's do a quick recap. Mistake number one is that they hide their lead magnet in a link tree with 5,000 other links and cause analysis paralysis. Mistake number two is that they don't have a highlight dedicated to their lead magnet. Again, go over to my Instagram story and check mine out. It says start here on it. Mistake number three, they don't create a network or community to help them promote their lead magnets. This is huge. Are you scaling your marketing? First step, make a connection. Second step, make an invitation. But this is very, very, very important. And probably of all the things on this list, the most important thing. Mistake number four, they post free content all day long, but not free content that aligns with their lead magnets. So now... You have nothing to offer when people want to dive deeper on the content that you were working so hard to create. Actually, maybe this is the most important one. And the scaling, your marketing one is the second most important one because oh, you know, these are all really freaking important, but <laughs> but this is another really big one. Have you put thought and attention into whether or not your content is working for you? And if you haven't, I would either suggest if you're a member of What the Heck to Post, take a look at our members hub, go into the breakthrough call section and watch the content mapping class. It's a workshop where you're going to see me help other people so that you can do the training, but then also see me coach other people around this. So you can apply this to yourself. But if you're not a member, it's only $99 a month. That includes free coaching. I mean, it includes coaching within the membership that is unheard of, unheard of. So when it comes to content membership, so seriously, a very, very good deal. And then the final mistake is that they don't prioritize it. The truth is, like I said, as an online coach, email list growth should be your number two priority behind getting your clients awesome results. This must be a priority. Open up your calendar, put schedules like reminders throughout your month of when you're going to share it to your Instagram story, when you're going to share it to your feed. And don't forget that all the other things still should happen. You should still be sharing it on your podcast and to your email list and all that jazz, but we cannot forget to also use it on our social media. Okay, there you got it. Five mistakes we're making when it comes to using social media and to grow our email list. These are very, very important and I cannot wait to hear which one is the one that really resonated with you most deeply. All right, folks, I am so glad that you're here and I cannot wait to see you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions. Like for real for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.